Welcome to the Beyond 3D podcast, where we explore all things 3D and the important role that 3D data plays throughout the manufacturing process, driving decisions throughout a product's life cycle. Here, we talk with industry analysts, business owners, developers, and industry influencers, and hear real stories that you can relate to and learn from, and know which trends and technologies apply to your business. So join us as we go Beyond 3D. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Beyond 3D. My name is Angela Simoes, and I'm here with Gavin Bridgman, who is CTO of Techsoft 3D. Hi, Gavin. How are you? Hi, Angela. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Bit of a cold, but I'm doing all right. Great. Very cool guest we have today. I'm excited to hear everything he has to say about his, uh, his company. Um, we have Etienne Lacroix, who is founder and CEO of Vention. So, hi, Etienne. Welcome. Hi, Angela. Hi, Gavin. Pleasure to be with you guys. Pleasure to have you. Um, so let's just kick it off and tell us a little bit about yourself and then how and why you started Vention. Great. You know, Vention is, a, is an adventure that started back in uh, 2014. Uh, at the time, I was still a very active management consultant in industrial company. And uh, this was a part of the time where WebGL got good enough to do real 3D in the browser. And as a former tooling engineers, mostly working in aerospace, I knew that as soon as 3D in the browser was possible, it would transform this industry where you know, design of tooling or custom industrial equipment, instead of taking place in five to 10 different environment, would then take place in a single digital stream. And so this is really what Vention is all about. Now with, with, with Vention, users that are mostly mechanical engineers and manufacturing engineers can, can go online, design in 3D full tooling or full automated equipment inside their browser using available modular parts. And, and as they design in that environment, if they you know, choose to go ahead with an order, they can actually order straight from the 3D environment. So this is a true digital workflow from ideation up to delivered equipment with all the hardware parts taking place in the browser. This vision, basically, we started to build the pieces in 2016, so two years after the initial idea. And we're now uh, roughly a year and a half uh, into this adventures. And uh, you know, this has been a phenomenal ride, I guess, up to this point. Great. Yeah, it's, a, it's for anybody who uh, hasn't already checked it out, I'd really encourage you to go to vention.io and, and, and check it out. It really is kind of remarkable that, that what, some of these machines that you can build and how easy it is to do it. Um, Etienne, when you, you talked a little bit about WebGL as being one of the enabling technologies, what were the other elements kind of like behind your technology stack that you were looking, with, looking at? Are you, are you built on the Amazon cloud? Can you talk a little bit about the technology stack behind? Of course. So for, for us, the, the whole Vention business model relies on the ability to do the full digital flow from the idea, the ordering, and then the delivery of a, of a machine in the same, uh, obviously, cloud environment. So yes, we, uh, we use a portion of Amazon Cloud. We also use a Roku for the portion of our stack. And as you guys know, we are you know, a partner with Oops. So we do leverage Oop technology for our, our rendering engine, uh, which was one of the first, actually, decisions we took 
when we initially designed our technology stack back in 2016. You know, you you ask around within the CAD community and and, and those that I could claim being father of CAD and and obviously Oops is is appeared to be the reference there. Uh, for us, it basically enabled us to save roughly I would say six months worth of development time. So we've we've used Amazon Cloud, we've used Heroku. We've obviously have an Oop server for our rendering engine, which basically enabled our 3D team, which was very, very small in the early days of Vention, to really focus on what matters for our for the specific of our business model, which is to enable our users to assemble component as easily as it can be in a browser-based environment. So the the technology stack is built as such. Uh, you know, Oops provide the a CAD grade uh, rendering engine. We as a team here at Vention build obviously our own technology on top of that. And the whole thing obviously is cloud-based. Right. Yeah. And was a big part of, of, of the platform is this ability to kind of drag and drop uh, standardized components. For the creation of those standardized components, was that something you did through partnerships with the manufacturer of these? Or was it um, you know, essentially things that you designed yourself internally? Yeah, this is a good question. You know, I like to uh, to say that we're a little bit like an Apple model in a sense that, you know, our team here at Vention actually designed quite a bit of hardware components, uh, whether it's an element extrusion system or assembly plates or tooling components. We do a lot of design internally using traditional CAD, but then we take those uh, those components that most of the time are designed by by Vention engineering team, but also we work with a lot of you know branded vendors that want to have their their parts available in the Vention library, and uh, we obviously then make them available in our own 3D assembler that is cloud-based. So what's what's important here is is if I you know uh, I go a little bit more into the specific of the Vention workflow is. Users that basically go online can access our 3D tool for free. Our whole technology platform is entirely free. And in that environment, as you, as you said, users can build industrial equipment using this predefined library of modular parts. Whether it's structural parts, uh, motion parts, control parts, or hardware, all of those parts use the same interface standard. And we're able to reflect the behavior of those parts in the real world, in the physical world, back into the software world or in, inside our own assembly CAD. Uh, so users build their machine using those modular components. Most of the time, as I said there, they've been designed by Vention. And as users design, we can do uh, features that will never be possible in a traditional CAD. So for example, as users build their assemblies, uh, whether it's automated or whether it's, uh, you know, it's a structural only, they see price in real time. They see even assembly time in real time. They know exactly what date is going to get delivered to their factory. So now you can, you know, basically before you actually even call procurement, you already know as an engineer the costs, how long it's going to get to assemble. So people can do real quick assessment very, very quickly about a business case of a given industrial equipment and assess if they want to move on. And this entire part, as I said earlier, is free. Right. It's, it's pretty, and in that realm, general area, Etienne, isn't it also the case that some of these designs that members of your community are making are then available to that broader community so that they can kind of build upon other people's work? 
That's correct. Uh, so Vention is very active right now, roughly in like, you know, 20 micro industries and, and some big one. The big one are obviously automotive, aerospace and robotics. Uh, you know, robotic right now, I was about to get, you know, in most manufacturing stores. So we do a lot of robotic type project. And a lot of those equipment are actually reusable. And the beauty of having a, a cloud-based platform, whether it's the e-commerce side of Vention or whether it's the 3D design side of Vention, is it really easy for people to share and collaborate. You know, something that, you know, there's a debate going on in the CAD industry is whether like web-based CAD is something that, you know, is a, is, is a trend or with a stick. And, you know, something here we're, we're convinced for a fact is that 3D CAD in the cloud is there for stay. It doesn't mean the other will will coexist, but the uh, you know web version of 3D will will stay. And there's a fundamental reason for that is that people need to collaborate. You know, rarely today we see an engineering project that involves only engineers, right? We see a, you know engineering project involving the folks that are going to assemble that equipment uh, when it arrives at their facility. We see procurement being involved as part of their workflow. We see project managers that want to know where the design's at. And all of those guys cannot all rely on expensive and cumbersome to, you know, to install software license. The one thing that everybody has in common is a web browser. And that's where collaboration can really exist. So innovation in that, in that sense facilitate that. And you know, users can go online, can design the equipment. And if they choose to do so, they can then deliberately share those equipment in what we call a public library of design. And, and those are kind of the open source design, right? They can be, you know, Purchase as is, if users want to do that, they can be used as a starting point to further customize a design, uh, can be used as well as a tutorial to obviously learn learn the platform and learn the possibilities that the components of Vention offer. So for us, the theme of, of, of reusability is actually quite quite important. And initially, you know, being myself a former tooling engineers and working in large corporation that, you know, keep their data in, in a very secretive fashion, you know, I had doubt, would, would, would that really work? Uh, will people accept to share? And actually, the response has been phenomenal on both sides, on people wanted to publish, but also on people wanted to reuse. So we see both sides of the platform working here. You know, as I said earlier, being a, a former management consultant uh, in industrial, I had a chance to visit a lot of factory floor, like a lot of factory floor on, on most continent. Uh, and even if I walk in the same, you know, uh, on the same floor of a, uh, let's say, a large uh, aerospace manufacturers, I can see those those jigs. And, and I always ask, you know, all those jigs are pretty similar. Why, you know, why are they why are they different? Why have they like different colors, different wheels, different holding mechanism for the part and the answer I get is typically, oh, this is the year we, you know, we hire an interns, or this is the year that the plan manager change, and and those little, you know, change in the human behaviors tend to change how we do design. And every time we, you know, engineers, and, and I can say that because I'm one of them, but we we like to reinvent the wheel, and and hopefully, uh, you know, platform like Vention or fully cloud based will will help reduce that, will help people collaborate, and and we do see this as a trend that will not go away. Right. And I know an example of this, uh, you know, SolidWorks 10 years ago had their, you know, content central plan where they essentially it's something similar. It's much more primitive to what, what you have, but it's the same concept of allowing people to reuse. And I know that's been successful for them. And you, you guys are going really many, many steps beyond that with not only allowing people to reuse it, but then to press a button and get that, you know, manufactured part delivered to your, to your premise. 
Can you talk a little bit about, so you've really made it easy for people to kind of uh, reuse CAD and build things. I, I went on site and built something myself, believe it or not. <laughs> um, uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, the people who are using your software? What does your standard user look like? Yeah, so we tend to serve uh, mostly manufacturing engineers and um, in, in the broad definition of what manufacturing engineers are. And, and you know, if I put the, some color to that, to me, is all engineers that are not far away from the manufacturing floor. They can be traditional manufacturing engineers. They can be metrology engineers. Sometimes they're actually R&D engineers that do test bench, uh, you know, to test the products before it's getting manufactured. But we tend to serve those users. Obviously, you know, being a highly technology centric platform our user base tend to be younger so we you know we you know, i would say engineers that are you know, between 18 to i would say 40 are are a very strong adopter of our of our technology but i think beyond that beyond serving those this demographic people that basically are early for time or basically don't want to make it complex don't want to transform every uh, engineering project into an engineering project use our platform because this is really what Vention provide. We provide speed and we provide ease of use to our users and, and we make what basically used to be a, a, an engineering project a basically simple e-commerce experience. So those are a little bit, like I said, a little bit more, we're very active in automotive, very active in aerospace and, and robotics right now. But we serve industries that go as far as entertainment or that go as far as sports equipment uh, that we've been involved with. So it's a very, very diverse sets of, of, of demographic uh, with the, you know, the core tree that I, that I explained earlier. Right. And is there, do you notice any kind of uh, trends that might be interesting for our audience around particular, not just vertical markets, but geographical regions? Is there any uh, places that it, the technology has kind of surprised you at how quickly it's adopted? The, uh, you know, there's always interesting story there, but we, we serve clients on five continents already, even though, you know, most of the e-commerce operations out of our businesses is home base in Canada. Uh, most of our customers are obviously US based, but we have client in Australia or a client in Asia that at, at use mentioned. Keep keep in mind that you know if you need a custom piece of equipment delivered in the same week, there's just no other option in the market right now. So if you basically need you know, a piece of equipment where you design on Monday, you order on Tuesday, you, you want it next day, we ship Custom equipment basically next day, uh, four thousand kilometers away. So, you know, we're we've been lucky to work with those uh, users that are are seeking time. They need more time, and this is really what we provide through the fully integrated hardware software platform that is that is mentioned. Right. Yeah. So, one thing that's that's pretty interesting is the application is is very very responsive. It's very easy to use. And, you know, some of, you know, I think people are aware today with WebGL that you can get really powerful graphics in the web browser. But some of the elements that you have around your constraint management and all is, is works remarkably well and is remarkably responsive. Any kind of insights, so just to kind of give you some background, a lot of our audience are kind of developers. So is there any kind of specific insights or comments you would have on that front? Yeah, uh, I can only, you know, obviously give flower to, to the CTO here at Vention who've built obviously the foundation of, of what is our, our constraint solver that, that runs in, you know, in uh, parallel with, uh, with Oops. But, you know, most of the, the work, we, we, from the get-go, we decided to put that constraint solver on the client side in order to, uh, to make 
things you know fast as much as as possible. So this is something that was mostly developed in house, obviously leveraging the Oops infrastructure. But for us, it's a it's an algorithm that you know will keep will keep getting better. You know as we uh, we uh, learn more about how our users design and the type of connection they want to make between parts and you know the the, the assemblies that are more meaningful to them. We, we see patterns and how we can then you know further ease how parts can connect, not only how the, the software, you know, uh, uh, understand how the various physical parts can connect to one another, but more importantly, how the software predict how the various parts can get connected. And this is really where, you know, if, if you compare that with a traditional CAD, positioning a part in a traditional CAD will be anywhere between 8 to, you know, 8 to 20 mouse click or mouse movement, where, you know, every constraint will will block a couple of degrees of freedom, you know, one in one to, you know, one, one to six. Or uh, with Vention, we're trying to operate with every every constraint uh, or one mouse click is, is uh, one new part, right? Every part can be added to an assembly using a single mouse click. And, as we get those algorithms better, you really see, for example, we see our power user designing custom equipment that have three automated axes, full automation, full sensing, fairly complex piece of equipment, literally in two hours, uh, which is something that will normally take up to three weeks in a traditional environment. So we see those 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 type of example that, that emerge more and more as we, we continue to invest in our 3D constrained technology. Right, right, yeah. So that that kind of brings on a, a little bit to the final part. What's what's next? Where where what are the big problems that you feel you have to solve? <laughs> this is a record question. You know, for us, the um, the roadmap ahead is actually you know it's uh, you know we're building the, the machine building platform. You know where uh, there's the reality or the the frontiers between the hardware world and the software world just don't exist. We really want engineers to be able to come online, design in minutes click the order button, have their machine next day ready for them to operate on their floor. So there's a, there's a couple of building blocks we continue to add. Obviously, a lot of them on the, uh, on the software side, uh, a lot of them are, are just on, on further expanding our part libraries. But there's some you know, cool thing that only a CAD software that is connected to the hardware can do. And we'll continue to invest into those. Like I've talked about the fact that we provide assembly time in real time or pricing in real time. This is one thing. But you know, one thing that we often talk about is in-cat automation. In-cat automation for us is the ability for, for our users to design the full logic side of an equipment uh, straight from their web browser. And, uh, and obviously always in context of the mechanical design of their machine. And, and currently right now, those worlds don't speak to one another, right? If you look at any industrial equipment being built today, the folks doing the automation side and the folks doing the mechanical side of a machine, they're typically a different team working in different software. And uh, we're working pretty hard at, again, uh, removing that barriers or that frontiers as, as we're working at removing the frontiers between the software world and the hardware world in general. Interesting. What about on the side of the actual manufacturers who are behind and plugging into that platform? Is that an important part of your 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 strategy? Yeah. So listen, the uh, uh, you know we we're working always at expanding our part libraries. Uh, you know, in the context of of invention, we're not trying to provide all the components. We're trying to right-size the components. You'll, you know, you can look on our libraries. Uh, we don't have all the stepper motors out there. We have small, medium, large. 
we keep it simple. Same thing for the wheel. We have small, medium, large, right? Caster wheels that can be added to an equipment. We keep it simple. So we actually work with a lot of hardware manufacturers that share that vision of simplicity, share that vision of, of, of fast design, and that are willing to adjust uh, their own interface standard to be compatible with a with a greater ecosystem. You know, one thing that typically convinces everybody is, you know, a users that receive a invention piece of equipment need a single tool to assemble the entire machine. There's only one Allen key you need to assemble the entire machine. And, and this is because we're, we're pretty rigid on the uh, hardware architecture principle that we allow on the platform. So we work with manufacturers on the automation side, on, on hardware side that are uh, following, you know, that are, that are believe in that vision. And um, you'll see more of, of partnership coming very, very recently on that front. And do you see, you know, there's this kind of manufacturing as a service and, and, and some of these industry themes around lights out engineering, you, you, it would seem like your platform could play a, a prominent role in enabling that. Yeah, listen, the, um, for, for us, our goal is to make the workflow from ideation to delivered equipment, the full, full-fledged full workflow as fast as possible. We obviously provide a lot of customization possibilities through through our modular part. You'll see some, some, you know, some, maybe some, some highlight that I can give to the, to the audience of Oops is some features that are coming very shortly along, along those trend, Govin, or uh, custom panel. Uh, it seems like a you know tr- trivial part, but a lot of, of custom equipment needs some sort of panel, whether it's a tabletop, whether it's an enclosure panels. And, and right now, as you know, in a traditional CAD workflow, those panels would be designed as a, as a part and then added back to an assembly and so on. And uh, we asked ourselves, why the heck should people even design those? Because those are always created in a context of other geometries, of a frame that needs to be covered or a table surface that needs to be covered. So we actually created that feature. And we actually work with our partner now to provide a custom panel within two days where users basically select the surface they want to cover or protect and panel get designed, the geometry gets created automatically uh, out of, of outside parameters. And you know, again, if the users want to move ahead or move forward uh, with that, uh, as soon as they press order, this this custom component goes straight on a CNC machine to get manufacturers and ship within 48 hours. So those are the type of integration we see more and more happen. Right. Okay, that's great. Well, that was a lot of uh, interesting uh, commentary and insight. That was very, very helpful for me and, and I'm sure our audience. Yeah, it's almost almost uh, unbelievable. Um, so I would say if, <laughs> to, uh, if you have any doubts, visit vention.io and, and check them out because... Um, it, it might sound too good to be true, but you're actually making it happen. So it's pretty amazing. So um, congratulations on, on a phenomenal, phenomenal venture. Uh, so yeah, so that wraps up our, our episode. Thanks so much for, for being with us, Etienne. We really appreciate your time. And thanks again, Gavin. And um, thank you all for uh, out there who have joined us for another episode and spent time listening to our conversation. If you have any feedback, please send us an email. Um, you can reach us through our website at www.techsoft3d.com. If you haven't hit subscribe, please do so now. You can subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud. And please also leave us a review so that um, others interested in this topic of anything related to 3D and manufacturing and engineering can find our, our podcast. And so with that, we'll, um, we'll wrap it up and say thanks again and have a great day. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Gavin. It was a pleasure to be there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Beyond 3D podcast, hosted by TechSoft 3D. 
be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review or subscribe on SoundCloud. To listen to past episodes or learn more about Texoff 3D, visit www.texoff3d.com forward slash blog. Send us comments and suggestions at info at techsoft3d.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again on the next episode of Beyond 3D. Thank you.